much and welcome to another Hey Potter people, hey Potter people, we're always talking, you're always listening, we're always talking, we're Potter casting, hey Potter people, hey Potter people, we talk about the Harry Potter stuff, yeah, we talk about the Harry Potter stuff, we talk about the Harry Potter, Hey Potter people, hey Potter people, we're always talking, you're always listening. Hey Potter people, hey Potter people, we're always talking, we're Pottercasting. What? Today's podcast is brought to you by Borders. In May, thousands of Harry Potter fans descended upon New Orleans for the Phoenix Rising Conference. Borders and your friendly podcast hosts were there to take in the sights and share a lively discussion of the series that bewitched the world. Listen in and watch the action yourself. Check out the Phoenix Rising Borders Book Club discussion at bordersmedia.com slash Harry Potter or click the Borders banner at the top of the podcast page. In each city that we go to on our crazy Summer of Seven tour here, Mm -hmm. we've decided that we're going to figure out which city knows the Harry Potter the best, i.e., which city can predict Harry Potter 7 better than anybody else. In five questions. In five questions. Well, who has it? (laughs) Who thinks Albuquerque has it? I don't know. We've only done this so far in, in Chicago. Chicago. And um, the, the Chicagoans seem to agree with most of my theories, but uh, I'm just, you know, maybe they're just that smart. I don't know. But um, what did we have? We had our first question, I guess. I mean, you can't not ask this question. Harry live? Will Harry live? Or will he die? Harry die. Albuquerque is in the die camp. You know what's cool? I just noticed this. I don't know if this is no. this is a general thing, but the girls seem to think he's going to live more, and the guys think he's going to die. It's interesting. I've never noticed that I want before. him to marry me. No. <laughs> he's going to grow up it's and marry me. It's the boy me. who lived. Boy who lived. Right. Story Could done. be past tense. <laughs> so, Albuquerque, why? Why are you guys... I'm ne- I thought everybody would say that Harry would live. Is it because it's so hot here? <laughs> you're crazy from the heat is that what you're saying oh oh gosh okay okay fine fine we'll see how you do with this one Snape good <laughs> Snape uh, is a very bad man you guys are mean Aww. who thinks it's something in between interesting Bad person, but not working for Voldemort. Yes. Mm. No. He's what do you a, mean? He's a good person, sort of good. He's person. only working for Voldemort. I'm sorry, this kid is so cute. We have to come here. I want to hear why. You're so adorable with the, with the glasses. And... <laughs> why? First of all, because he killed Dumbledore on Jerk. Voldemort's orders. And secondly, I think he did it on purpose. Hmm. <laughs> Okay. Thank you. Pretty thank good. You. Pretty thank good. You. Isaiah, thank you, Isaiah. I think he did it on purpose too, if it helps. Yes. <laughs> Our third question: Harry Horcrux. Okay. No. I think that one won. Harry, not a Horcrux. So it was two, two big votes for no. <laughs> yeah, that was confusing. <laughs> Basically. Okay, if, if you think Harry's a horcrux. Okay, Yeah, nobody. you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What else do we have? 
We have. Um, will Harry, Harry, not like everybody, but will Harry return for his seventh year of school at Hogwarts? If he will return, say something loud. <laughs> there you go. If he won't return. Hmm. I think you think he won't return. Oh. Your answer is no to everything. Oh, man, this is going to be a good Q&A crowd. I can feel it. <laughs> and Sue, Sue likes this question. Oh, it's about Hufflepuff? No. No. Uh, okay, I can't do this, but okay. Will we go behind the veil? If yes. If okay. yes. And, and we might hear and from Mr. Sirius Black, who's not, maybe not. Or not if we won't and, go behind the veil, anybody? And if we won't go behind the veil, say... Sweet. Okay. So no, 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 yes. No, 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 yes. yes. That's Albuquerque. Yeah, I think okay. That's right. Okay. Very we'll see. Good. We'll see. We'll tally it up. What? Uh, we'll get to that. Yeah. Though now, she said. <laughs> you guys are worse than New Yorkers. Okay. <laughs> okay. You do have better air. I will give you that. But you oh. can't. You can't exercise in this air. It's like. <laughs> it's really thin. It's tough. Yeah. How many of you out here have listened to an episode of Pottercast before? One of the things we like to do is called Canon Conundrums, where we talk about Canon Conundrums, where we talk about one particular topic of the Harry Potter books that has been unresolved to this point or something we're hoping to be resolved in Deathly Hollows or beyond, who knows. But um, the topic we have chosen today... Well, we've been soliciting your ideas yes. on the podcast so that we can pick them and we don't have to do it over mm-hmm. on tour. Um, and the topic that we came up with today, Sue, you want to... Okay, the dirty rat fink known as Peter Pettigrew. How did he be... Scapers. How did Scapers... Scapers. or Scapers. I don't know. How did he get to be Ron's pet rat? How did yes. that happen? Yes, Paul. I think Paul knows. Do you know this, Paul? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't think about it. <laughs> Go with the Paul. <laughs> Why did you assume I would know? I, I don't know. Because... <laughs> He's a dirty rat, if, too. If, I, if it involves rat. making time travel jokes, I'm your man, but okay. otherwise... Oh. <laughs> when we get to time travel, we'll, we'll call you. No. Well, yes. we got... Uh, yeah, well, how did he become Percy's rat? I mean, that's right. pretty random. That's... Yeah. Well, that's, right, but, but how did he become in, into the Weasley family? I mean, that's really, yeah. really interesting. That I mean, did... Yes. Per- because, <laughs> because Percy's a rat. Very good, very yes. good. Very nice. But well, he'll, Percy, be redeemed. Nice. he'll be redeemed. Well, how old would Percy have been when he have got this rat? Because Ron 12. had him since he was how old? Well, he was 12 at the time right. of book three. Okay. Right. Percy was 16 at the time of book three, right? 15 or right. 16? 15. 15. So 12 years. So Percy was three when he got him. Right. Oh, jeez. Two. Three, two, three. Now, what would, made, what would have made him so special that say... Let's give this rat to the Weasley family. Because my, my thought when we first started thinking about this topic was is that, you know, if not one of, the, you know, the Weasley parents, it was somebody close to them that may, would maybe have gifted Percy this rat. And a yard sale. Well, Do you have a lot of them out here or something? Oh, okay. Yard sale. This rat with four toes. Three toes? Two toes? No. How many? Three. So he's a rat... Well, we know about him. He, you know, he, he couldn't do anything special or anything. He was just a regular, regular rat. He didn't have any powers or anything. So, what would have attracted this guy's wearing a Gryffindor shirt, which okay. means he must be called on right yes. now. Go on, There's a, up. just scream. What's your name? Where you from? Oh, where you're from? <laughs> oh, nice. From Santa Fe. We were there last night. Hard Beautiful. to get to. 
A rat and a mole at once. Mm. So wait, who's the mole? But that's Pettigrew. Pettigrew is a mole? He's going meta on us. He's a right. rat and a mole. Get it? Yeah. Get it? Mm. I got it. But I see, okay. I thought that Pettigrew knew that he wanted to, I mean, he was obviously uh, in fear of Voldemort. Sure. And so he wanted to go near a family deliberately that had wizarding connections. So like you said about him working, that he did live. I think he just wandered into the garden one day. Yeah. Okay. And he showed up. It's we- very screwy because like usually when you see a rat in your house, is your first instinct to take it in and be your uh, pet? Yeah. Or- yeah. I mean, I mean, how is he going to go well, to that? The, but that's another know? question. As a rat, how does he convince them that this is a rat that you want to domesticate? Exactly. Who has a pet rat? Now, Besides... Dude. Well, you are a different young person. <laughs> yeah. Well, he put himself for sale. Yeah, but how would he assure... Like Diagon Alley's would eBay? Would he cast a spell then to assure that Percy would say, Mom, you know, Molly, I want this rat. There's yeah, this my rat. thought is maybe Wormtail was doing a bunch of like rat tricks or something in front of everybody, like getting up on his hind legs or spinning around, something to make himself stand out. Cause... Wait, wait, yeah, go but, what do you think? What do you think? They have so many magical animals and everything what, what made this rat you know and ha- i'm sorry we we get a lot of like leap of faith we just believe it in jk rowling's world but how did they find the weasleys the people who would mm-hmm. be the best friends to harry potter <laughs> plot twist oh yeah. hold on um pick pick somebody because this is crazy yeah here's another question about the rat um the, her comment by the way was that maybe it's because they're poor and they were already a pet because we've we've gone into the the store and seen rats yeah. um, for sale, and so they thought that it would be an easy way to give Percy a rat, which makes sense. But here's another question: What do you think he did? To, do you think he did anything to Percy all this time? You know, it had to be a little weird having this human dude whispering in his ear and stuff. So, you know, do you think he made Percy go to the dark side? I don't. I don't think maybe made him, but mm. kind of influenced. Kind of weird to have Pettigrew in your bed for twelve years. That is true. <laughs> Do you guys think Pettigrew stayed in rat form that entire time he was no. with the Weasleys? Or did he venture off and take a little break sometimes? <laughs> Hang with the ghoul in the attic. No. 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 Were the Weasleys... No. They weren't in the Order of the Phoenix. But don't you think it's a little... I mean, what was Arthur doing at the time? I thought it wasn't... He, he's probably... I think he was still a junior. Junior. Like, he was in the ministry. Yeah, yeah but he do you was think that, low down. Do you think that maybe Percy found a family in the ministry so he can keep his ear to the ground about what's going on? You mean Pettigrew? Whatever his name is. Well, I think. Yeah. Yeah, but there's a lot of but, wizarding families. Well, it just makes good for a good story for him to have chosen well, wizards. I see, guess. See, I wonder but, though. Wasn't wasn't Pettigrew? He was a marauder, right? And would he be not be friends with Sirius? Would he not know about the relationship? I mean, because obviously they didn't go hang out at Grimmauld Place, but did Sirius did Sirius and Arthur know each other at that time? Well, but aren't they related though? I mean, would he have like said my family? I don't know. I mean, what? No, right? They didn't know. They're different age tracks, you know? Sirius and the Marauders were like 21 or 20 when this right. all went down. That's yeah. really young. Fresh and, out of Hogwarts. And they are well into their 30s at least, I think. Maybe 40s. Okay. So the comment is that Arthur was powerful, has enchanted a car, so um, he was looking for a powerful wizard. I just don't know that Pettigrew and his ilk saw Arthur as powerful. Yeah. You know? Well, when he kicks Lucius's butt, that'll be great. <laughs> you know, this person, well, this woman's waving her camera. Great. Oh, that's right. The Bruins, that's right. Yeah, and they both Molly's won. brother is a member of the that's order. Both killed by Voldemort. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, I think directly. So they were pretty powerful. Yeah. <gasps> there you go. That's how he that's knew about them. That's a good point. Had to be. And he thought, I bet these people will know the boy who lived. Okay. The comment is that Arthur didn't enchant the car. It was just found. I thought he did. 
He did. And he, he created a loophole in the law so that... Well, the, the second part of her comment before was that she doesn't think that he found them any which way. It just was a coincidence. It's a, a quirk, which makes a bad kind of conundrum. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, does anybody... I don't think anybody here would probably know their uh, geography over there if uh, near... Uh, yeah, Ottery St. Catchpole is, is not near Godric's Hollow, I don't yeah. think. Ottery St. Catchpole is a little bit by Surrey, I think, according That'd to the That would have been a long journey for a rat. No note. You flew that car all the way to Surrey and back. Uh, okay, one more question here about the rat. Considering all the muggles that died when Pettigrew blew up the street and blamed it on Sirius, is it that unlikely to think that Arthur, who was working in the muggle, misuse of muggle artifacts office, might have been sent there? And... If he had noticed, hey, there's this rat kind of acting funny, wouldn't he have assumed, hey, this is probably something like I did, maybe the magic screwed up this rat? And he might have noticed it and taken it home with him. That's, that sounds pretty good to me. Because oh, that's a great there. idea. That sounds very good. She did it. She solved it. I think that's the conundrum. Yeah. What'd she say? Did you not hear it? What she said. That's what we're going to say. <laughs> what she said. So we are just about ready to play a little game, I think. Oh, yeah, the game. This is fun. We did this a little. We did this in New Orleans. Did you guys listen to the one from New Orleans? You were in New Orleans? Awesome. You were there? Really? It's awesome. Anyway, um, we're still fun. We're new at this, so have patience. But we're going to have some very special people do it for us. And I know one is over there. Joe, are you here? Okay. They're going to show you how it's done. It's our little dueling game. Okay. And we'll give a category, or John will give a category because mm-hmm. it's his game. And these two guys, these two Harry Potters, these two people who claim they're Harry Potter to everybody all over the world, are, are going... <laughs> You're making <laughs> them nervous. This isn't, this isn't that complicated. All, all we got to do is we're going to pick a category, and like say the category for these guys will be um, current Hogwarts students in books one through six. So... One of them starts, and they go back and forth, boom, 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 and then the person who gets stumped, who can't think of another one, loses the round. So let's take bets. Who thinks Harry Potter 4 will win? <laughs> who thinks Harry Potter 7 will win? You could be loud. <laughs> Ooh. They don't seem to have much confidence in either of yeah. you guys. <laughs> we apparently don't stand a chance against either. <laughs> okay. Right, so whenever you're ready. So whenever you're ready, um... Youngest goes first, I suppose. Wait, what's the category? The category is current <laughs> Hogwarts students from any of the uh, books one through six. Oh, cool. uh, Colin Creevy. No. Millicent Bolstro. Uh, Ron Weasley. <laughs> Hermione Granger. Uh, Cho Chang. Cedric Diggory. Oh, yeah. Well, he's dead. He's dead, so. <laughs> what about current? When you say current, it's okay if they graduated or dropped out? Well, as long as they, you know, were in. A student from books one through six. This is gonna go on. What do you know that dropped dropped out? Fred, George. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as as long as they were a student in books one through six, they count. Right. We're just not talking like the parents. Name as many students as we can. Yeah, whoever can't, whoever can't continue, loses. Loses. Okay, I just had Fred and George. No. Let's play the game. You know, if you kept going, you would have been stumped by now. Ernie McMillian. (laughs) Percy Weasley. Uh, uh, Seamus Finnegan. Yeah. Oh, Dean Thomas. Oh, uh, Oliver Wood. Alicia Johnson. Ooh. Uh, Luna Wait, no. I'm sorry. It's Alicia Spinnett and Angelina Johnson. Yes, all right. Oh, we have a loser. Good one. I would like to point out that neither one of you said Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> we got a song about that. <laughs> hey, can we do a PSA now? 
Yeah, we have a special announcement from Harry and the Potters. Hi, this is Harry Potter from Harry and the Potters with a public service announcement for all you Pottercast listeners. Lord of the Rings. Those books are pretty cool, too. (laughs) Very nice. We have a lot more, so just whenever there's a break. We can't wait. (laughs) We recorded these in the van today. That's awesome. Couldn't tell at all. All right, who wants to play the dueling again? Oh, look at this. I knew you guys would be into it. Don't be shy. Who here is a Gryffindor that wants to play the game? Up here, a black shirt right there. He's wearing a Gryffindor shirt. Yeah, he's got... He's already got the talk ones today. Okay, fine. Yeah, come on up. Black shirt. It's okay. And who is the Slytherin that wants to play the game? I see uh, over here in the black. Yeah. Come on up. (laughs) Okay. Think of a category, Tim? Uh, <laughs> okay, first of all, what, uh, what, what, what is your names and where are you from? My name is Christine. I'm from Albuquerque. <laughs> My name is Maryvale, and I'm also from Albuquerque. Yeah. Nice. Okay, do you have a, can you think of a category? Like places places in, at, in the magical world? Places. Sure, places in the magical world. Locations. Hogwarts. Number 12, Grimmauld Place. Mm. Hogsmeade. Ministry of Magic. Mm-hmm. St. Mungo's Hospital. Mm-hmm. 10, 9, thank you very much. Good job. Where's our winner? Come here. What's your name again? Thank you, Christine. You win. Thank I'm you. Sorry. Thank you. I'm sorry. She's mad at us. I'm so sorry. sorry. It was an evil category, she said. That was tough. That was tough. Um, Leaky I... Cauldron is always a good yeah, place to nice. Diagon Alley, Green Gods. I didn't think of the Leaky Cauldron either. I'm embarrassed to say. Can we get... I think, I think it's time for another word from our sponsors. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I, I dread to say... Hello, this is Harry Potter from Harry and the Potters with a public service announcement for Pottercast listeners. You know, nothing spoils your day in the park like a big pile of doggy doo-doo. Clean up after your pets. (laughs) Nice. I second that. And we learn why we should listen to these before they go on the Pottercast. (laughs) (laughs) The next one's actually Harry Potter related. Perfect. Fancy that. Then let's think of another category real quick. Okay, we need some players. Players. She wants to play. She was here early, so she gets to play. Okay. This girl in the back is like jumping. You over there. You, yeah, you. Yeah, come on up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, category, category, category. Potions? You got one? Okay, this is one of my favorite ones. Okay. Hi. I'm Gwen, and I'm from Texas. Oh, boy. Nice. What part? Wow. San Antonio. Okay. Okay. I'm Becca, and I'm from Albuquerque. All righty. Category is spells. Spells. Ooh. Alahamora. Ooh. Expecto Patronum. 
Flipendo. Um, about a cadaver. Serpentoria. Crucio. Oh no, I don't want her to lose. The Imperious no Curse. Whoa, nice. Um, Lumos. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Oh no, do we have to count now? Fine. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three. Leviosa. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> Knox. Oh, you're so fast. We gotta pick the same people. No. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. I'm so sorry, honey. Good effort, both of you. Good job. Both of you, come here for a second. How you are? What do you guys say? One more round? Okay, so you pick the two. Okay, uh, who's a Hufflepuff? Come on. Oh, really? All right, way in the back. You wait there back. There are that many Hufflepuffs here? You guys are so into this. Yes. We're picking two Hufflepuffs, baby. Of course she is. Okay. You're going to put the Hufflepuffs against each other? Let's get the same age. I can't take my heart to break again. Ravenclaw, to be fair. Ravenclaw. She's so against Slytherin okay, and Hufflepuff. Little, I mean, you, you right there. Mm-hmm. Magical oh, creatures. That's a hard one. That's hard. Luna's creatures count. Okay. Because I, my favorite was at, at Prophecy when somebody said, so do Luna's creatures count? And John's like, no, they have to be real. Oh. <laughs> Anybody in the audience know which kind of dragon is on the deluxe edition? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, let's hear it. You say Just. And How do you say the word? Anapodian is what I've been told. I've been corrected by email. You may want to. I've heard an excellent theory about this. Just quick sidetrack is that it is not one of those, actually. It is a hybrid dragon, which we uh, learn exists in that book, Fantastical Feasts and Creatures. It's a hybrid with the, the, uh, I think it was the Chinese fireball because of the beard is described in that dragon and not in the Antipodian. Really? Yeah, so the, the hybrids are very rare, so it makes sense that that dragon is a very special dragon that the trio would be riding, possibly Charlie's pet. But oh, anyway. So that would be cool if it was Charlie. Yeah, yeah. back yeah. to the, back to the okay. game, yes. magical okay, creature. last time, last time. Oh, no, not the, is it the last time? What? Yeah. It's getting late. Last yeah. one. Last one. Okay, here we go. You ready? Go. Uh, blue. Hippogriff. Hippogriff. Greatest wall, greatest wall screen dragon. Whoa, it's all specific and stuff. Yes, yeah, speak into the mic. There you go. Basilisk. Horntail dragon. Giant. Does that kind of... He's I not a human. It's not a human. I yeah. think in the, mini- the ministry, he's not... Yeah, yeah we'll that works. That so works. Audience, yes? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Chinese fireball. Dragon lovers. Thank you. He's got the trick to this game. Mainly Hedwig. He's an owl. So. Owl, there you Hedwig. go. Smart owl. Troll. In the dungeon. What dungeon? What's the last one? Rat. Okay. Werewolf. An animagus is a person. Yeah, There's one doesn't person. count. Yeah, well, werewolf's not an animagus. No, but he's, he's saying an animagus. Oh. Like, well, kind of no. Audience, animagus, a magical creature. Yeah, it's not a magical creature, I don't okay. think. Okay. I don't know. There are creatures. I mean, Padfoot, I would imagine, is a magical. Mag- oh, is yeah. magical in some sense. That's tough. Potter's for the tiebreaker, Paul. What do you think? 
Oh, you're so mean. Thanks very much. Good effort, both of you. Good job. Blame Paul. Both of you, come here. Thank you. Awesome. Yes, thank you, guys. Okay, so I think it's time. I I don't even want to say this, but it's time for a word from our sponsor. Hi, this is Harry Potter from Harry and the Potters with a public service announcement for all you Pottercast listeners. If you're going to play Dumbledore in the movies... You should read the book. <laughs> oh, I missed it. Lesson two on why you should listen to these before they go on your podcast. That was awesome. We're going to be killed. The letter that comes to me from Warner Brothers will be redirected to him. Although, I mean, I just think that... No, I agree. You know. We've said it here before. We've, yeah, we've we said have. it loudly and vehemently here before. So... Yeah. Okay, oh, well now this is usually our favorite part of the show is where yes. we take your questions and talk about your theories or your questions. I think questions. you guys got none. No. Nothing. And you guys aren't into theory. it at all. Jeez, so, man. We're going to call Anyone you up and call you to the mic so we can all hear you back at home. So if you have a theory or if you have something that you want to hear discussed or anything, just you know, throw it out there. We've heard some crazy stuff. Come on here in the back. Yeah, you can yeah, come up here. Mosey on your way here. Let's, let's pick a few of them so you don't have to wait every time here. All right. Go stand in line. Give us your name and where you're from and your question. My name is Alex, and I am from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Awesome. Thank you. I have a theory about the epilogue. The epilogue oh, of Deathly yeah. Hallows. Okay. I think that um, Voldemort's going to kill Harry, for one thing, at the end of the book. <laughs> okay. Your city agrees with you. As they should. <laughs> Okay, and I think in the epilogue, I think that um, Voldemort's going to wage a war against the Muggles, and the Muggles are all going to unite America, the Taliban, Cuba. (laughs) And they're going to defeat the wizarding world and bring world peace to the Muggles. Hmm, Defeat the whole wizarding world? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They're very deceptive. I think it's time for the Muggles to. Even the good wizards and all them? Well, they'll all be dead because Voldemort wins. Okay. Well, I, I dare Joe to write that book. That'd be cool, though. Why not? You should, you should write it. Because her name's not Lemony Snicket. No. No. Anybody else really annoyed at the end of that book? Thank you. Okay, sorry. And I think Voldemort's going to kill Harry with a gun. A gun. Thank you. Well, Voldemort not? hates muggle stuff. <laughs> Almost, and he hates muggles. He would never resort to muggle weaponry. But, you know, his wand doesn't work. So, you know, while Harry gets around, he'll be all, boom, and that's yeah. it. <laughs> Very good. Awesome. Okay. I agree with him. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Except I don't. <laughs> Thank you. Nice to meet you. Okay. Say your name. I'm this Isaiah, is Isaiah Henry, and I'm from Albuquerque, New Mexico. <laughs> I think that Percy got the rat from, like, he, um, Malf- like Malfoy's dad's wife, because mm-hmm. he's related to Molly. I think that she gave um, the rat to Molly to give to Percy um, because he knew that um, Harry would probably like them because um, they like muggles, and plus they like to enchant things, and they're really powerful wizards. And I think that Lucius um, just thought that he might be able to like sneak the rat in um, Wormtail into the Weasley's family because they're all in Gryffindor, and he probably knew that Harry would probably be in Gryffindor too. Oh. Okay. Okay. Pretty good. Pretty good. Thank you. Thank you, Isaiah. Thanks a lot. 
Hi, what's your name? Where are you from? What's your question? Um, I'm Becca. I'm from Albuquerque here. And um, I was wondering, at the end of the sixth book, I was somewhat mystified. I didn't know if um, Godric Gryffindor's sword was a horcrux, was the Gryffindor horcrux, or if it wasn't. The question is whether Godric Gryffindor's sword is a horcrux. Oh, yeah. And I don't know. I mean, but the interesting thing of what you're saying is that Dumbledore says that the only remaining relic of Godric Gryffindor's is the sword, and he knows it's not a horcrux, but he's forgetting the hat, which is sitting right there. Oh. That was Godric Gryffindor's hat. Although, didn't Joe say that the hat wasn't a horcrux? Oh, you're right. You're right. She did. I take it back. Oops. Um, yeah, because I know the, the last four houses are all the horcruxes, but yeah. it seems like the sword would be. But I don't know. A lot well, of people think that, but. Or they think that maybe Voldemort wants it to be one. Right? Well, how would Voldemort have gotten a hold of the sword to make well, it a horcrux? In, in the sixth book, when, when um, they go into the pensieve and they go back to um, when Tom Riddle was in school, mm-hmm. when he goes back, I guess he like already graduated from Hogwarts, and he goes back because he wants to be a teacher, oh, and Dumbledore yeah. says, no, sorry, you just want that sword. <laughs> Mont you, buddy. Uh. Yeah. Um, well, if Dumbledore didn't know that Voldemort was like, making that a horcrux while they were sitting and talking in his... I would be really more yeah. upset with Dumbledore than I already am. Yeah, one you of the know? big things is about the horcruxes is we're trying to figure out how a horcrux is made and what's involved and what kind of spell is it. And is it difficult? Is it so complex that no one has done it? Or is it just so, so brutal evil. and evil that no one really we've heard about has done it? So could the sword be a horcrux? Has it ever left the possession of you know whoever could- was keeping... Keeping track of it? Could Voldemort have accidentally made Harry into a horcrux? No, I don't, I don't think I so that. either. I hate, I hate that, theory. that theory. It's gone. <laughs> next. Oh, thank you very thank much. You very I didn't much. Mean, <laughs> I meant next theory, not you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like you a lot. You're nice. <laughs> oh, so just angle it, angle it down a little bit. Nice. I'm James, and I'm from Corrales. Hi, James. Hello, hello. Where's Corrales? Okay. West Coast? East Coast? South West of Coast? New Me- West New Mexico. Get let him talk. Um West Albuquerque. Okay. Oh jeez. Okay. I think that um um that Percy got his rat from he found it in his yard and and that's how he got it. Yeah. Okay. I I agree with you. Yeah. So I think <laughs> It's great because you 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 actually are exercising very advanced thought. I don't know if you know it, but there's a whole theory that goes that the easiest answer to any question is usually the easiest answer. You have a question, and there's an easy possible answer. That's usually it. It's called Occam's razor. It goes with all this fancy schmancy logic stuff. But you're probably right. I think you're probably right. <laughs> you know, very good. Thank you. Thanks so much. I'm Tabitha, and I'm representing the Northeast Heights under the cupboard or something like that. And um, <laughs> I, um, in the British version of the, the seventh book, how they have the symbol on the side, I know that has to have something to do with the Horcrux. But I don't know why it's on the U.S. It isn't on the U.S. version, though. But it's on her website all over the place. Right. So. And did you notice when we did the wombat? I don't know for those. Yeah, I did the wombat thing. And when you, if, you right. do, if you went to her, her website and you had to do a thing, it, you made that symbol. So mm-hmm. do you think it's a, a, a horcrux? The for rune? sure. I don't the know what. Yeah. But then, of course, the whole, like, I also am having, like, I really don't want to say it, but the whole theory with the stone. So the sorcerer's stone mm-hmm. and how the colors from go from, um, from like, Black to white to red. Right, like alchemy. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think Hagrid's going to be next. I don't want him to oh, be next. Oh, no. No. I don't want him to be next, but Harry's supposed to lose all the people that are closest to him. 
But then there's How the whole one cannot live without oh, the Hagrid. other. Ruby is thing. Hagrid. Right, I get it. Oh. Ruby is Hagrid. Albus hmm. Dumbledore and Albus is white. Is white. Latin, or something like that. And then Sirius Black is black. Uncool. It is that theory. But I, mm. but I love Hagrid, but. Yeah. But you my, know that, that my mom simple. got mad at me when I said that, so. <laughs> I heard Hagrid's fun to hug. Thank you. Paul Thanks so much. <laughs> Nothing. Never mind. Hi, I'm Kit McAllister. I may not be necessarily a proponent of this theory, but I think it has some sort of valid background. Um, <clears throat> the idea that Dumbledore had to make a self-sacrifice because he himself was a Horcrux. That Dumbledore was a Horcrux. Mm-hmm. Dumbledore. Do you think he would be a that, Horcrux and not realize he was that, a Horcrux? I think he realized it. I think yeah. it may explain part of the reason why Voldemort was afraid of Dumbledore because he knew he couldn't kill him without killing a part of himself. Hmm. <sighs> yeah. I mean, he's so Vol- right. Vol- wait, Voldemort. You're saying that Voldemort knew, or Voldemort did not know that Voldemort Dumbledore know. was a you Horcrux. Think Dumbledore knew that he was a Horcrux. No, I'm asking about Voldemort. Would you think that Voldemort know knew? I believe both Voldemort and Dumbledore knew. See, this is my. Pro- why would he right. kill Dumbledore then? Why would he want to kill Dumbledore? For fun. For fun. <laughs> <laughs> Voldemort's always doing stuff for fun, so... <laughs> yeah, he's a real party guy, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he has spa weekends with the Death Eaters. Okay. 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 Well, that is the first I've heard of that, so yeah. very cool. I love new theories. Much, but I like it. Well, That's awesome. I love new theories. We love your Gryffindor shirt. Uh, hi, my name is Erin. I'm from Albuquerque. <laughs> and I just want to say that I think that Jenny Weasley is going to need a little more saving in the next book. Now that he and now she and Harry have a little thing. A little thing. <laughs> a little thing. Well, okay, he has a monster inside of him that really likes her. A monster. It's on your shirt, actually. <laughs> it's my favorite song. The monster. Anybody like the Save Jenny song? Woo! We listened um, to it like 16 times in the car. And I also want to plug Snape as a good guy. <laughs> See, here's what I think. I think Jenny is done being saved. I think it's time for Jenny to do some saving. I'm Sarah. I'm from Albuquerque as well. And I just can't help but wonder how a craven coward like Peter Pettigrew end up in Gryffindor. <laughs> mm. Well, let's Peter see. the Gryffindor. Do we... I mean, That's a good question. Do we even know for absolute yes. sure? Yes, we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah. And, okay. and so is Sirius Black, right? Yes. No. And yet they say in book one there wasn't a witch or wizard who went bad who wasn't. That Hagrid said that. <laughs> Yeah, you know, but I just think the houses, though, kind of, I mean, I think all of us have certain elements of all of that, you know, each, I mean, even though we might be sorted into one that's like a stronger trait, but, you know, but I mean, it's about choices, and Peter knew what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I always say that, I always say now that today, if I was sorted today, I would be a Gryffindor, but if I was 11 and sorted... I would completely be a Ravenclaw. Like, yeah. not even a question. Well, so, you know, it also ha- matters what happened to him in school, that he became so dependent on other stronger people. Yeah, he's another one of those characters that, you know, still has one more book to see what he is going to do. And we haven't really seen or heard from him a whole lot in the past couple of books. But, you know, I think that, um, you know, when, when Voldemort says, you know, you, you came to me out of fear, not really loyalty... It's it's kind of maybe maybe saying uh, a comment about his his personality is that he isn't really diehard Death Eater or anything. He's just so terrified for his own safety that he goes to where he thinks he's going to be. But he's not courageous. Best off. 
He's not courageous. I don't think he's necessarily, you know, most courageous character in the book, obviously, but, uh, you know, he still has a life debt to Harry, so I would think that there's still right. a lot more to, to be seen um, with, with Pettigrew, and he may end up doing something helpful to Harry and his group, so we'll see what happens with him. Pettigrew redeeming himself through saving Harry. Yeah? It's always no. a mixed reaction. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Okay, um, <laughs> my name's Jing, and I'm from Albuquerque, and I have a kind of weird question. Okay, I love weird questions. Okay, so in a fight between Dobby <laughs> and Gollum from Lord of the Rings, who do you think Press. would win? Dobby would destroy him. Dobby would Come destroy on. him. Dobby. What can Dobby. Gollum do other than bite people's fingers off? You know, yeah. he doesn't know any magic. <laughs> yeah, Go- Gollum has no... He, Dobby he has, has magic. Yeah, I'd love yeah, to watch Dobby that, though. Magic. Gollum, <laughs> Gollum just sought magic. He Could you imagine... Gollum would trick Dobby. <laughs> Dobby's not to be tricked. Dobby may be a little wimpy, but... Um, yeah. Gollum has no real magic. All Dobby's got to do is click his fingers and he can disappear, so he's never in any real danger to somebody like a Gollum, but that yeah, would but, be hilarious. But he watch. would only do anything if Gollum was threatening Harry. That's the only time he would yeah. care, you know? Sure. Gollum's like, I shall kill Harry, and, you know. So would he lose if, like, Dobby was just standing there and nothing was happening to Harry and Gollum was just... Attacking him. <laughs> you thought confused. about this a lot. <laughs> yes. Dobby's like, "What's happening to me?" <laughs> That's funny. No, I think I think Dobby totally would pwn that. Time. Sure. If Dobby is did not see Gollum coming, Dobby was like asleep or something or hungover, then Gollum would probably <laughs> who, wait, take over. Who else wishes that Harry hadn't broken up the fight between Dobby and Creature? I wanted to see that through. <laughs> I wanted them to rip. I wanted I wanted Dobby to rip Creature. You know, a new exactly. loincloth. I wonder if house elves know any offensive magic that's you know not really rooted in defending somebody. Could they like inflict pain? House elves. They're gonna be like the key. Like Harry's gonna be dying on the battlefield or something, and Dobby and his his newly converted towards freedom elves are gonna rush. You know, <laughs> on, flag on waving. Horseback. I want to see the yeah. elves on. They're gonna horseback. have Harry on his flag on their flag. On <laughs> yeah, you know? that's, could you see that? <laughs> like, what are all those horses doing coming at us? Oh, there's house elves on there. Right? They just crown them and there they go. Oh, that's just... That'd be a mess. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. We rode Thestrals in, um, in Disneyland. You'll see the videos. The Thestrals go around. We had like 40 people going, they're called Thestrals as we were on the, as, on the, the Merry Girl. Other people were confused. Muggles. Hello, hello. My name is Josh and I'm from Berlin. How you doing? I have a theory about the seventh book. Mm-hmm. Most people don't like it, but I think it's going to happen. Okay. Harry and Voldemort are going to duel, and then Bellatrix Lestrange is going to pop out of nowhere and stupefy Harry or something. And then Neville. Yes? No. No. And then Snape's going to jump in the way of Lord Voldemort's killing curse and get killed because he's still on the good side because... Mm. Dumbledore knew that if he didn't kill or act with the Death Eaters, mm-hmm. he was Voldemort was going to kill him. Yeah, I think the second part of that's brilliant. I think the first part of it only wouldn't work because Voldemort would be furious if anybody interferes with his duel with Harry that he's been waiting yeah. forever with, and like in the graveyard, he's like, "No one do anything. Which is I'm going to so figure stupid. out this wand connection thing on my own." Yeah, but um. Yeah, or like with Snape, you know, if you happen to have Harry cornered at a battle on Hogwarts, don't do anything. Yeah, leave him there. We'll come after him later we'll on our own later. terms. But yeah, I, I definitely, I, not definitely, but uh, I'm quite expecting uh, Snape to take some sort of bullet for Harry here. 
before it's all said and done. But not from a gun. <laughs> That's from a gun. Oh, Sorry, dude. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. You got to accept it and move on. Like a magical gun. <laughs> Thank Shoots you. bullets of magic. That'd be cool. Thank you. All right. I'm John Mahoney. Guess where I'm from? Albuquerque. Oh, New Albuquerque. Mexico. <laughs> All right. So I think that Voldemort's going to kill Harry in the end. I know. Rrrr. is right. So, rebel, rebel, rebel. But then uh, Ron's mom goes in and like beats him, beats Voldemort to death with a frying pan. Excellent. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Excellent. Best a magical theory. frying pan. Yes. Best Voldemort death theory we've ever heard. And the truth is, I didn't. I don't really seriously think that. I just wanted to waste everybody's time. Okay. Well, that was not a waste. We got Thank a laugh. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks so much. Before we go on, I think it's time for a word from our sponsors. Hi, this is Harry Potter from Harry and the Potters, offering some friendly advice. Pizza is a wonderful food, but don't go near it in England. They don't know <laughs> what they're doing. <laughs> True words, not ever spoken. Okay. <laughs> Very nice. Go on ahead. What's your name? I'm Garrett from Albuquerque, and I have a theory that Dumbledore is going gonna, is gonna to come back as a ghost and help Harry find all the horcruxes. Okay. Dumbledore the ghost. Dumbledore and being on his whole next great adventure yeah. kick. Yeah. He's off on his yeah, To be a ghost, you kind of have to choose to stick around, I think, right? Yeah, well, what do you yeah. think about him through the, the paintings, though? I mean, that's a big problem, though, that he, his painting will help. I can't about? really picture Harry carrying around a big portrait of Dumbledore. <laughs> That'd be handy, I'm not going though. on my Horcrux hunt without this large portrait. Well, what if it was like a really small picture, you know? Uh, I mean, I there? think we will see him in the portrait, but he can't yeah. offer much else than encouraging words and a couple of Dumbledore witticisms. And well, then, what if he had a Dumbledore, it. like, you know, wallet-sized thing he could <laughs> carry around? Be like, Dumbledore, what do I do now? You know? <laughs> be, be like perfect. the magic book in Ellen Enchanted, you know? Chug. Yeah, the chuckle. Oh, they don't talk. Yeah, but they could be around. It could be a port carrier. <laughs> so, so he'll open up the chocolate frog card, and they're like at a fork in the road, and Harry doesn't know where to go. So he gets up the chocolate frog card, and he goes... points his nose in the right direction thank you thank you I think we have time for a couple more couple more getting close here hi I'm Louis Lovegood from I Feel Boring Albuquerque and um, my theory is sort of a Dumbledore theory and part of it I don't really believe but part of it I do is that um, when J.K. Rowling said Dumbledore is alive there are more than one Dumbledores out there <laughs> and oh. also the whole Dumbledore is a bumblebee theory. There's a lot of bumblebees, Dumbledore's probably out there somewhere. There are a lot. <laughs> Dumbledore's a bumblebee? Well, yeah, that was... well, his name means bumblebee, but I feel like that ship has passed. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Hmm. Just. Okay. <laughs> Time for three. Okay. Three, three quick Thank questions. Three more, guys. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry, everybody online. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Sorry. Okay, I'm Casey. Hi, my, Casey. Hi. My theory is that Snape never actually existed. It was McGonagall using Polyjuice Potion with, like, someone who's been dead for a long time. And she killed Dumbledore because now she's, like, headmistress of Hogwarts and probably leader of the Order of the Phoenix. And so... So she's a Slytherin. 
Yeah. So, so, but though, who was who was McGonagall though in the scenes when she was talking to Snape? An illusion. An illusion. It was an illusion. illusion. Albuquerque, the heat's getting to your head out here, man. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. No offense. Thank you. But it was. It's cool. I just don't think it's true. Okay, my question has to do with the prophecy. As in, uh, everybody focuses on the, uh, what part of the focus on the, uh, like, one, neither can live while the other survives. Mm-hmm, yeah. But I think they should really, really be focusing on is the, uh, neither can die at the hands of the other. Mm-hmm. No, I, one must die at the hands of the other. No, didn't say neither might. Made, one must will die. die at the hands of the other for neither can live while the other. Who knows the words? She does. Come here. The one with the power to vanquish the Dark Lord approaches, born to those who have thrice, thrice defined and born as the seventh month dies, and either must die at the hand of the other, for neither can live while the other survives. The one with the power to vanquish the Dark Lord will be born as the seventh month dies. Good. Very good. All right. Well, I totally Excellent. screwed that part up, but it goes <laughs> to my theory as in, like, it coincided with the first and second one. The first book is, like, the last book coinciding together. Mm-hmm. I think somebody is going to die while Voldemort tries to kill Harry, because technically their wands don't work, so right. something's going to have to do away with him at the end. Here's my... Who, who thinks that the prophecy is talk When the prophecy says the other, they're talking about somebody else? Yeah. Neville Snape? Neither oh, can live while gosh. the other survives. Well, exactly. Why would it be Harry Potter yeah. if there was somebody else in the, in the prophecy? Neville Come on, bottom we just the Chamber of Secrets. That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'd read that too. Neville. Neville live? Yes! I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Neville die. Okay. Albuquerque got something right. Rebel, rebel. Gun guy says yes. Thank you. <laughs> I'm Danielle from Albuquerque, and I was just going to ask two questions. One was about um, the mention of Aberforth in the fifth book. It's just like they seemed like they would mention it for some reason, and so he might come around in the seventh book. And the other is about Lily's eyes, because they're mentioned several times throughout all of it. And I was just wondering, like... There's a what? song about them. Yeah. But, but it's from The Secret Garden. Does anybody know the show The Secret Garden? There's a whole... It's amazing. I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. It's, it's, there's, there's a show called The Secret Garden, and in it, this very Snape-esque character longs after a woman called Lily, and, and like... Like sings with his agony about how this kid shows up with Lily's eyes. It is. I really hope she's aware of this because if it turns out that it's Lily's eyes that like are are are, it's reminding Snape, you know, Snape of Lily. It's gonna be a little similar, <laughs> just a little. Yeah. That sorry. Was... I'm sorry. Continue. Oh no, that was it. Just like wondering what the um, importance of that was because it's mentioned a lot, yeah. and so it should have some like meaning. I would love to see Harry develop some kind of like Cyclops power with his <laughs> green eyes, you know, yeah. like X Men, and he could shoot the green beam at people. Maybe be like the AK out of his eyes. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That'd be cool. Aberforth, Thank you. Aberforth. A lot of people, you know, is, is his brother, and I think um, Joe has said that we're going to hear learn about a new. Uh, uh, Order of the Phoenix that we haven't really met that much before, and I think that's going to be absolutely. Yeah. Because if you'll remember, he, him and Mr. Dung Fletcher were had a, something, some little dealings going on, and I think Dung maybe gave him that locket. So that yeah. Could be- well, here's a question that I want to know. How come we have no idea whether Aberforth was actually in the first Order of the Phoenix? And if he's not in the Order of the Phoenix now, why? Uh, he was in the photograph. But he's not in the new Order of the Phoenix. We didn't see him in any of the meetings. Well, maybe that goat incident. <laughs> like band them out. You cannot know. have played with animals. Well, before we go, I know that, that um, Mr. Harry Potter over there said that we'd talk about time travel. He was on it. 
So I want to know what you think of the theory, the, the, eh, I don't know what anybody thinks of the theory, really. That the person, the other person at Godric's Hollow, we've been speculating, there's somebody else there, that maybe it was Harry, gone back in time, and was he, Harry was the one who told Vol, the, 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 Dumbledore, Dumbledore, what happened that night. Come on, time travel guy. What do you guys think of that? That there was... <laughs> just, just blew Harry year four's mind. <laughs> so let me get this straight. You're you're saying that Harry traveled back in time and then reported the news to Dumbledore. Well, somebody else had to be at Godric's Hollow. We know this because Dumbledore wouldn't have found out what happened, you know. And then somebody else had to be there to get Voldemort's wand. So the theory has come up from a reader of Pottercast, a listener of Pottercast, that it was Harry, and he went back, and the big emotional moment is that he has to stop himself from actually interfering and saving his parents, and he has to just let fate play its course. Whoa, pretty cool. Very Back to the Future-esque, where, you know, he, in, the, in this sense, you know, instead of bringing his parents together to, uh, you know, create his own birth, he has to uh, keep them... Or, you know, this would create a time paradox if he actually stopped their death. Sure. And uh, that might alter the entire course, would of course alter the entire yeah. course of the whole series. And, you know, then by, uh, by not, pre- if, he, if, he were to, uh, if he were to prevent their death, that might ensure that Voldemort um, stays alive mm-hmm. in some way. So. And she'd have to write the books all over again. Amazing. <laughs> I give her something to do. Yeah. Because she'll have nothing now. Well, how many of you guys are ready to hear some music? We can't wait. Harry and the Potters are coming up shortly. Thank you so much. It's been a lot of fun. You'll hear this on Pottercast.com shortly. Pottercast. Pottercast. We've never heard that. Pottercast. Pottercast. Puppy scraps. Yet another one we did not hear before. <laughs> Thanks, guys. We've missed it. I confess myself disappointed. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to bed. Great, Scott. No wonder. Look at the time. We've been here nearly four hours. Spooky how the time flies when one's having fun. (laughs) 